Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Rosebro. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. So we are rapidly approaching the end of 2023. So what we're going to do this year, we're going to conduct an audit. We're going to conduct an audit on the 2023 prophecies. Now, not all of them. Like, if you go back into our archives, you can find the 2023 uh, Prophecies Prophecy Bingo Edition. And in that Prophecy Bingo Edition, we had Jesse Westwood on, and uh, he was uh, he, he's a former Bethel student, uh, completely repented, and just a all-around great guy. But uh, if you want to see all of the wingnut wackerdoodle prophecies, uh, then you know that's the place to go for the 2023 off the chain bizarro stuff. But what we're going to do today so that uh, we, we, we can say that we are acting above reproach, we are going to audit the prophecies put forward by Charisma Magazine plus one other, and I'll explain why the other one is important, as to, you know, as, as these were the ones that are put forward by Charismatics as the stellar gold standard cream of the crop prophecy kind of stuff going on that, that proves that God is still speaking today. Uh, <clears throat> and we're going to do what scripture says to do. We're going to test them to see whether or not what we're hearing from these fellows is actually from God. I mean, we're at the end of 2023. I think it's safe that we can conduct an audit at this point and determine whether or not these prophecies turned out to be true or not. Yeah, let's uh, let's whirl up the desktop, and uh, New York is going to come into play here. Uh, in fact, uh, two of the prophecies that we're going to be auditing today are from uh, New Yorkers, uh, Pagani and Signorelli. Yeah, th those guys of the Domino revival of the. Uh, uh, of the, the, you know, come out in Jesus' name documentary. Those two guys were put forward by Charisma Magazine as men who were speaking prophecies that, uh, that we Christians, that the body of Christ needs to be listening to. So we're going to listen. And if I sound like I'm uh, already cynical, I am. I've previewed these. And I can legitimately say, spoiler alert here, not a single one of them are uttering actual words from God. The source of these prophecies isn't from God. And what we're going to do, we're going to also throw in a comparison, a comparison from a real prophet, the prophet Ezekiel. We're going to look at Ezekiel 12 and 13 and just compare it to these guys to see how they stack up. But um, I, I, don't, I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to do well here today. And uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I heard you groaning. <laughs> it's like, I just heard this. Oh, no, not Chuck Pierce. All right, so let me explain the video. All right, the video is a compilation of 2023 prophetic words with Chuck Pierce, Mike Signorelli, Alexander Pagani, and more. And the more includes Dr. Michael Brown, but there's a asterisk, and I'll explain that in, you know, when we get to that point. But we're going to sample all of these. And we're going to do what Scripture says to do. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Beloved, do not, this is a command, this is the imperative in this text, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many, not some, many false prophets have gone out into the world. So, we are beholden to the commands of God, the Holy Spirit, that anybody claiming to have a prophetic word today must 
first be tested to see whether or not that the, the spirit that they are operating under is the Holy Spirit and that these words are actually from God. Okay? Necessary thing to do. So uh, we refuse to just grant anybody a free pass who claims to come to us with a prophecy. Instead, I am bound by the command of God the Holy Spirit in uh, in this text to test everything. Sorry. So, you know, if you want me to just give somebody a pass, it ain't happening. And nobody in Christianity is permitted to give anybody a pass. So uh, let's come back here and uh, let's listen a little bit, shall we, to Chuck Pierce. And again, Charisma News, Charisma Magazine put this forward. You can find the video uh, if you go to the Charisma News uh, YouTube channel. And uh, we're just going to test. And so uh, first up is uh, Chuck Pierce. Uh, and by the way, if you would like to use a Prophecy Bingo card, I, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> um, I think there's a good chance you might get bingo or double bingo just in listening to what it is. Again, these are the this is the cream of the crop. This is these are the top, top, top prophets of of the charismatic Pentecostal New Apostolic Reformation world. So uh, let's see what Chuck Pierce had to say at the beginning of this year. We're in for some incredible visitation. That's the first thing you want to understand. And yeah. this breath of heaven is blowing down. It's a it, it's almost like a new baptism is happening in us to ready us and prepare us for what's ahead. So the word itself means breath. It means voice. And so this whole in entire decade that we're living in is about the voice that will be heard. Whose voice will be heard? How will we listen to what we hear? And I don't mean just God's voice. We're watching political changes and we want to listen to the voice that brings forth the uh, incredible strategy for our future. The, the voice that brings forth the incredible strategy for our future. What are you saying exactly, sir? Because uh, I, I, I don't understand any of this. This doesn't sound like God, the Holy Spirit to me at all. This just sounds like gobbledygook. And so with that, you have to look at each year. Last year was about how to uh, build your house for the future. This year is about in the midst of this whole season that is a war season. And let me explain that. You have God breathing from heaven, but you have the dragon here in the earth rising up and breathing fire. And we're caught right in the middle of that dynamic. That's why. Uh, that's been the dynamic since Christ ascended into heaven and the Christian church has received the Holy Spirit. Um, the dragon has been pursuing the church ever since. In fact, have you heard of the armor of God? Paul wrote about that almost 2,000 years ago. So why would you say this is now a war season? And by the way, you'll note that not a single one of these prophets saw the uh, conflict in Israel coming, not a single one of them. We continue. And you're sensing all of the stress that's going on around you. And yet, in that midst of that, God says, just like he said in Revelation 12, in every new era, every new birth, hide yourself for three years so that... <laughs> what? <laughs> I, after every new birth, I'm supposed to hide myself for three years? Good grief, I, I have three children, and I did not hide myself for three years after the birth of each of my children. Am I sinning? 
What is this? The enemy can't rob your identity. So with that, I believe this third year is of utmost importance for us to establish our identity. That's why this book was so important uh, on the King's signet ring. He's plugging his book. I think we can safely say that that was a, uh, a nothing burger. And um, that's not the word of Yahweh. And so we can safely say that uh, having done our due diligence and audited uh, Chuck Pierce's prophecy for 2023, we've tested to see if this was the Holy Spirit, if this was God speaking. And uh, we can definitively say, nope, that wasn't God. So um, Chuck Pierce, sorry, you failed the audit. You are a false prophet. All right, next up, let me fast forward a little bit here. And next up is going to be Kurt Landry. And uh, let's see what he has to say about 2023, at least what he had to say. 2023, Shelby, is going to be a year of the transfer of wealth. And so when, um, and the Lord showed this to me years ago, that it was going to happen this year, and it's already happening on many fronts. So has this year been the year of the transfer of wealth? At least, in, uh, and by the way, this is a complete twisting of what took place during the Exodus. You know, um, and when I was in the charismatic uh, Pentecostal movement in the uh, latter reign back in the late 80s, oh, we were hearing about this on a regular basis, that this transfer of wealth was just around the corner. And so when Pentecostals talk about this, what they are saying is that pagans are going to give you their money. Because that's how it worked in the book of Exodus. The Egyptians showed up and, and gave their wealth and possessions to the children of Israel. And so this is supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, in charismatic parlance, the transfer, great transfer of wealth is the church receiving the wealth of the nations. Did that happen in 2023? I don't recall any of the financial institutions talking about the great transfer of wealth that went from secular businesses into the hands of Christians and churches and things and stuff. But anytime there's promotion, and uh, everyone's seen this in your life. Promotions of prophecy, bingo word. You know, someone w wins or gets a, a, a settlement of a large amount of money. If you're not emotionally settled, you're not spiritually settled, and, and you're not financially settled with good counsel, uh, you're probably going to lose that money pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing about... So make sure that in 2023, when you get that great transfer of wealth, that... Uh, you know, that you're, you're emotionally settled so that you don't lose that money that the pagans are going to give you in 20. By the way, that didn't happen. Yeah, it's weird. The great wealth transfer didn't happen in 2023. Hmm. That requires us to look at another biblical text. Uh, let me explain what I mean by that. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to duplicate this tab and we are going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 18. And one of the ways in which we can definitively say whether or not God has spoken is based upon this test. Uh, Yahweh, your God, will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Just as you desired Yahweh, your God, at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, let me not again hear the voice of Yahweh, my God, or see this great fire any more lest I die. And Yahweh Yahweh said to me, they are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I have commanded him. That's a prophecy regarding Jesus. Whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. 
But the prophet, here we go, who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who has who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, here's the here's the question. Say in your heart, how may we know the word that the word that Yahweh has not spoken? That seems like a relevant text given what it says in First uh, John chapter four. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So, how do we know the word that Yahweh hasn't spoken? Okay, how do we know that? When a prophet speaks in the name of Yahweh, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that Yahweh has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. So you'll note at the beginning of this, uh, Kurt Landry said in 2023 that this would be the year of the great transfer of wealth. That didn't happen. This is then how we know that this is not the word that Yahweh has spoken. He actually gave a specific detail. It didn't come to pass as he said it was. So the Lord, God, did not tell Kurt Landry that in 2023 there would be the great transfer of wealth, that that would be fulfilled. This is not a prophecy, by the way, regarding the Christian church at all. Therefore, we can say Kurt Landry is a false prophet. God did not give him these words to speak. He fails. He fails the audit. And so you'll note, um, uh, Charisma News has to repent for putting this fellow forward and giving us a prophecy that didn't turn out to be true because he definitively said that this would be the year of the great transfer of wealth. Watch again what, what he says here. Backing up, and just got to get a little of Chuck Pierce because, you know, so let's, uh, here we go. You've got to keep thinking creatively so you keep expanding your thought processes and keep walking through the tumultuous times we're in. 2023, Shelby, is going to be a year of the transfer of wealth. And so. That's right. That's what he said. It didn't happen. This is not a word from God. God did not say these words. A Kurt Landry, false prophet. All right, next up, next up, I'm going to go forward, and we're going to listen to Alexander Pagani, see what he has to say. We'll just hear the last tail end of this as Pagani gets ready to whirl up his 2023 prophecy. How to operate with kingdom finance. Well, here's what I believe the Holy Spirit um, is has impressed upon my heart as to for the year of 2023, and it will be a time uh, and the rise of the Jehus, um, the rise of the wild ones, the rise of the Yahoos? What? Huh. Has there been a big rise of Jehus? Mm-hmm. Um, who will be sanctioned by God um, um, to be able to confront uh, systems that have been oppressing God's people. Mm. Um, and they're not. So have the Jehus confront systems that were oppressing God's people in 2023? Nope. We continue. We're going to have that religious, you know, piety and 
policy minded like most of us have that we're always thinking about the rules and the regulations. Now, I'm not talking about a revolutionary, but I am talking about the rise of a reformer. You know, um, it's not called the Protestant revolution. It's called the Protestant reformation. Why? Because a revolutionary wants to destroy the system and implement a new system. A, re a reformer uh, wants to upgrade the system. And it can only be done when God raises up someone who has a very militant, no nonsense. I don't care about the, the, the rules and regulations of none of that. All I know is we, we're here to obey God. Yeah. And these group of individuals are not going to be restrained by religion. A group of Jehus, a whole group. No, they haven't shown up. They're not going to be boggled down by uh, church tenets and dogma of various uh, denominational uh, mainline denominations. And I'm not talking about, uh, a, you know, uh, insurrection. I'm not talking about you know, people usurping pastoral and ecclesiastical authority. No, I'm not talking about that because that, that, that's that's unauthorized. But I am talking about someone who would be fearless, whose personalities you're going to see the rise of people immensely anointed but whose personalities are not refined, like Jehu. Jehu, there's a difference between Elijah. So, so who are these yahoos, the Jehus? That, where are they? Uh, that's another example of a prophecy that God hasn't spoken. That hasn't even come true. Here we've got a big, uh, again, nothing burger there. I think that's the right way to look at that. Um, boy, the, uh, the, the, the cream of the crop profits put out by Charisma News for 2023, first three ones all struck out and they do not pass the biblical test. I can legitimately say God hasn't given any of these words to any of the people thus far that we've looked at for, um, 2023. And again, these are not the wingnut whacker doodles. These are the cream of the crop put out by Charisma News. And so the, these prophecies were so profound. They wanted everybody to know this in the charismatic and Pentecostal worlds. All right. Well, what about Mike Signorelli? What about him? I mean, he, I mean, he just had the, uh, the domino revival thingy happen. And, um, I'll be backtracking on this, by the way, and looking back at the prophecies that were given regarding what the Domino Revival would do. Hmm. Yeah, those didn't pan out either. Isn't that strange? So uh, let's uh, let's hit the play button and see what uh, Signorelli. Social has to media say. will be the means by way by which this is done. Yeah, I have a very significant word that the Lord gave me, and you know. All right, this is a significant word that God gave to Signorelli. Significant. Yeah, I mean, do, do, do I need to grab some paper and take notes? H how significant is it? All right. I don't often prophesy into the new year. You know, I never want to say something that's that I came up with. I never want to speak out of flesh. I always want to make sure it is God. I know oftentimes it's trendy for significant pastors to give words coming into the new year. But I will tell you this. When God does speak, I listen. And oh, so God, you know, he doesn't normally do this. He's practically doing this against his will. Uh, he's This is not something part of his normal practice, you know. But he's doing it anyway. I do feel that we are in a very significant transition, and I want to speak to that. And so if this transition is a prophecy bingo word, speak into is a prophecy bingo word. bears witness. Let the Holy Spirit confirm it. But the word that the Lord gave me, and I'm going to just launch into this and just stay with me, okay, is the word established. I believe that many of you have been feeling like you're going through a transition. You've been feeling like... Prophecy bingo word, transition. Man, I'm not where I used to be, but I'm not where I'm supposed to be. But I believe that the Lord in 2023 is going to establish many people. He's going to establish ministries. He's going to establish entrepreneurship and businesses. And this is the year of being established. I also 
So he, he's going to establish. What are you even talking about? Again, note, he's not saying anything at all. He's, God's going to establish businesses in this year. Oh, that's vague. God's going to do something. God's going to establish a thing or two or some things. Impressive. Ooh. Oh. You know, I'm not even a prophet, and I can, I can already tell you. You know what's going to happen in 2024? There are going to be businesses that are going to be established in the year 2024. I, 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 I'm getting a download, right? Oh, yeah, this businesses are going to, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah believe like a Joseph. There's many people who've been going through a, a long season of being misunderstood, rejected, a long season of actually going through a process and knowing that God was Joseph. God is guiding that process, but saying, God, when is this actually going to turn into a blessing? When is this not going to be a burden? It's going to be a blessing because for many of you, um, the, the Blessings of prophecy. Bingo the things word. that you believe, the things that you've been saying have felt more like a burden than a blessing. And just like for Joseph, it was like the stances that he took ended up get, getting him into more trouble. And he was like, God, at what point is this going to turn into promotion? But the Lord is going. Uh, Joseph never said that. Nope, didn't. No. I'm going to establish Joseph's in 2023. and the. Uh, so God's going to establish Jehu's and Joseph's in 2023. Uh-huh. How'd that work out? It didn't. These, this, these words don't mean anything. Burden is going to turn into a blessing, and you are going to see the fulfillment of this word. And it's just such so much of an encouragement. I haven't seen the fulfillment of this word. Nobody has. There's nothing to be fulfilled here. I mean, where are all the people going? Oh, quick, I got to go back to that video. Oh, my goodness. I received the Joseph thingy in 2023, just like Signorelli said. Uh-huh. You know, the, I've said this oftentimes, but when you're two steps ahead of people, you're their leader. But when you're 10 steps ahead of people, unfortunately, you can be their martyr. And for many of you, you've been so far ahead. And the things that you've been pioneering, the things that you've been seeing has made you a martyr. And matter of fact, you've been misunderstood by churches. You've been rejected by pastors. There's been pastors that what you said was right, but they were jealous of you. They were jealous of the anointing that you carry. They were jealous of... <laughs> Yeah, the, the reason why we kicked you out is because you're a heretic and you're a false prophet. But their, 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 their narrative is that you were kicked out because your pastor was jealous of you. This is complete nonsense. The, 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 uh, this is deflection. Respect that you garner from people. And so even though you are operating in purity, they have rejected you. But I believe that you're being established, established, established. The Lord's also been speaking to me significantly about relationships. And he's, oh, has he now? Okay. It's going to change your circles to change your levels. And you've change your circles to change your levels. Wow. Can you imagine? Decided I'm not going to be bitter. I am not going to fight a spirit with the same spirit. Okay. And so they, they were the ones throwing the, the sauce javelins. They were the ones that were putting you in prison. They were the ones that were operating out of the spirit of competition. But you said, I'm going to be bitter and I am not going to, I'm going to be better, not bitter. And in other words, I'm not going to operate in that same spirit. And as a result of that, God is promoting you, promoting you, promoting you. But promotion is a prophecy bingo word. Yep, this is a uh, big nothing burger also. Uh, so four out of four of the prophets, prophecies put forward by uh, Charisma News for 2023 have all bombed. These are not words of God. These words mean absolutely nothing. We can definitively say the source for these prophecies isn't God. So Signorelli, false prophet. 
we know that Pagani is a false prophet. Uh, Kurt Landry, false prophet. Chuck Pierce, it goes without saying, but I have to say it. He also is a false prophet. Well, who came in after Signorelli? Um, let's see here. Oh, wow. This is going to be good. Greg Locke. Uh, hmm. It's as if they uh, Charisma News knew that they were going to be putting out the Come Out in Jesus' Name documentary and made sure to get these guys highlighted at the beginning of the year so that people would go and see their movie and stuff. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's see what the what Greg Locke prophesied for 2023. Word about the word acceleration. Because it seems like God's work is just accelerating. The churches that are experiencing acceleration is a prophecy bingo word. Huh growth. It's not happening on a small scale. It's happening on a massive scale and it's happening quickly. So God is doing these, these book of acts suddenly moments, right? And so suddenly prophecy bingo word. He's not saying anything. I've been pressing into that phrase suddenly because these people would have plans and prayer meetings and then the Holy Spirit would just suddenly show up and change everything. 3,000 get saved, 5,000 get saved, and the church would grow so exponentially. And so I'm, I'm seeing God accelerate in these last days and get people ready. God's accelerating, okay. It's almost like the 10 virgins, right? They all had their lamps, but only five of them were wise enough to have the oil. And regardless of what you believe on when Jesus is going to come again and what that looks like as far as your prophecy or eschatology, here's the point. We have to be ready. Lift up. Right. If you believe in Jesus and you trust in him for the forgiveness of your sins and you are a penitent believer in Christ, you're ready. You're ready. Our eyes, our redemption draws nigh. We're 2,000 years closer than they were, and they <laughs> thought it was going to be right around the corner. And yeah. so we have to be ready, and we have to understand that God has positioned the church as the pillar and position is a prophecy bingo word. Ground of the truth, and we have to stop not just compromising. We mm -hmm. have to stop being embarrassed, explaining things away, and apologizing for the power of the gospel. We have to because there is a tension. And I think in 2023, the tension is going to get greater and greater and greater to the point people are going to have to choose sides, right? How long halt ye between two opinions? Jesus even said, I'm going to draw a line in the sand. You're either for me or you're against me. And people are going to have to figure out you're either going to get hot or you're going to get cold. But if you're lukewarm, no, God's going to spew you out of his mouth. So people have Ah, okay. So this is just standard. This, this is, I mean, I've, I've heard this sermon thousands of times when I was in the Nazarene church, when I was a Pentecostal. Yeah, this is just old. This, this is leftovers here. In fact, it's a nothing burger. He didn't say anything. So Greg Locke, uh, Signorelli, Pagani, Kurt Landry, and Chuck Pierce, they're all false prophets. These are not words from the Lord. All right, last but not least, and we're going to probably have to, uh, well, actually, let's see here. Not last but not least, we got two left. All right, let's 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 throw this into the mix here. Mark Biltz, I'm going to back this up just at the end of uh, Greg Locke. Let's see what Biltz had to Thank say. Stop apologizing for it. Step into it. We don't know what's inside of us until we tip over. Ooh, so okay. this is the year God is going to tip everyone over so we can see what's inside of us that we are going to be shocked that it's there. Because uh, so it's the year of the tip over. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, that, that wasn't a thing in 2023. He wants us to be ready for his coming at any time, but we may not. Uh, again, all you have to do is trust in Christ and you're ready. I'll be ready. Yeah. And the way he makes us ready is by knocking us over so things spill yep. out of our mind, <laughs> our hearts, our thoughts. No, the, the way Christ makes us ready is by regenerating us and giving us faith in him for the forgiveness of our sins. 
We are saved by grace through faith alone. So don't be upset when I believe 2023 is going to be the year of everyone's cup getting knocked over. Yeah, I, I personally. Okay, so that was built. Everyone's getting knocked over. Now, this is, uh, uh, this is Dr. Michael Brown. I have to play this because there's confusion. Uh, let me explain. So if you were to go back to the prophecy bingo that we did for January 2023, we led off with Dr. Michael Brown. And the reason why we led off with him, and you know, kind of, here's the proof, the reason why we led off with him is because this part of the video was featured in the compilation of 20, 2023 prophetic words. And so somebody in the audience informed me that Michael Brown had given a public statement that that wasn't an actual prophetic word on his part. So we put out a disclaimer, and I pinned it in the comments. And here's what I said. Note, Dr. Michael Brown has made a statement clarifying that although the video was published by Charisma Magazine was about 2023 prophecies, his segment was not intended to be a prophecy, but he is instead his opinions and predictions based on current spiritual trends and was not intended as a prophetic word. Now, a little bit of a note, how does this impact uh, your, your, your bingo card? We had to consider this for all the people who played Prophecy Bingo with the impression that Michael Brown was giving a prophetic word for 2023 because that's where it appeared in a compilation video of prophetic words for 2023. The 2020, 2023, there we go. Since Charisma Magazine, well, this was our ruling, made it appear that Dr. Brown was giving a prophecy, all bingos that were achieved using Dr. Brown's prophecy buzzwords, they are still valid. So if you've got a bingo, it still counts. As of the publishing of this comment, Charisma Magazine has not issued a retraction or a clarification. So here we are in the middle of December, and um, let's see, has Charisma Magazine given a retraction or a correction or any kind of clarification that shows that Michael Brown's participation was not intended to be a prophetic word? The answer is no. So every single charismatic and Pentecostal going back and reviewing this prophecy, will think it's a prophecy because Charisma Magazine has not indicated at all that it wasn't. So just keep that in mind. That being the case, we're going to play it because is it a prophecy? Well, some say no. Is it a prophecy? Others believe that it is. There's like vagaries because... Dr. Michael Brown clearly didn't hold Charisma Magazine's feet to the fire and require them to issue a statement or a retraction or any kind of clarification. The only people he required that they, that they understand what the truth was were the critics, you know, the hypercritics like me. So uh, let, let's listen into Michael Brown. I absolutely believe that the shaking that we've been in for a few years is going to continue. Shaking is a prophecy bingo word. Continue that just as the nation is massively divided politically now and and just as the ideological divide between left and right is growing deeper and the divide between the believer and the world growing deeper i believe god is going to continue to shake the things that we're putting our trust in outside of god 
Uh, so many of us look to the political system. Uh, many of us, white evangelicals in particular, look to President Trump. We, we, are, we are looking to earthly institutions to accomplish the will of God. And while politics is important and we stay involved in politics, ultimately, the shaking has to get to the point that the only one that we look to is God. And that even, even many of the things within the church, I don't say this to throw stones, but we've had so many scandals. And this is another reason people are leaving the church in question. I have an old chapter in, in, in the book, Why Have So Many Christians Left the Faith, about scandals and how we handle them. It's like, who do we trust? What do we trust? Everything seems so unstable. Mm -hmm. Normal life just doesn't seem to exist anymore. It's very, it's very unnerving. It's very unsettling. All right. Well, was this the year when the shaking continued to the point where we've now as a church gotten to the point where we don't trust political systems, we only trust God? No. Now, I can't say that Michael Brown, because of this, is a false prophet or that he isn't. <laughs> because... The clarification is non-existent from Charisma Magazine. I still note that as of the time when we recorded this episode of Fighting for the Faith, Charisma Magazine still has not let anybody in their audience know that Michael Brown wasn't giving an actual prophecy. So was he? Well, like I said, some say no. Charisma Magazine makes you feel like it's a yes. So, but we're not done. We have one more, and then we're going to do some biblical work here, because you're going to know this is a mess. But we've already determined, using sound biblical argumentation, that Chuck Pierce isn't a true prophet. He's a false prophet. Kurt Landry most definitely is a false prophet. Uh, Alexander Pagani, false prophet, speaking words for God that God did not give him to speak. Uh, Mike Signorelli, absolute false prophet, giving words for God that God didn't give him to speak, as well as Greg Locke, false prophet. Uh, Mark Biltz, false prophet. And um, Michael Brown, he's still in the mix with all these people, but none of this pans out. This this is the cream of the crop. This leaves one other notable voice, and that is the voice of, man, I hate to play this woman, uh, Cindy Jacobs. And here's what we need to note here. Cindy Jacobs is the mouthpiece. She's the person speaking for the group that she is speaking on behalf of, and that is the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders. And I would note, every single person who was part of the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, their prophetic credentials are on the line here, because if she fails to give a true prophecy from God here, then the entire Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders is found to be an entire group of false prophets, not just one false prophet, Cindy Jacobs, but the whole group. So this is a word of the Lord for the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders. And I would note Charisma Magazine. Um, so note here, this is, the, this is the news piece that they ran on January 4th of 2023. Cindy Jacobs, Chuck Pierce, and others prophesy significant words for 2023. And here's what it says. This is the first of a three-part series. Stay tuned to Charisma News for parts two and three. As we enter into the year 2023, it is important to see the full spectrum of what the Holy Spirit is doing doing both locally and, in, and internationally. This year's theme, Bountiful Blessing and Turmoil, may seem to be contradictory. How can we have both Bountiful Blessing and Turmoil? The explanation is that we will see blessings in the midst of turmoil. As the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, we have set our hearts to issue prophetic words, warning 
warnings and, and admonitions, as well as calls for prayer, prophetic intercession, is an important part of our meetings as we both hear from the Lord and intercede. When we founded the founded 23 years ago, uh, we agreed to release words that we have consensus about. Individual members may have their own prophetic take upon what they are hearing. However, we have chosen, according to Acts 13, verses 1 through 3, to only write in this record words that the Holy Spirit has said, which we all agree upon. So note, this is a group effort. They, they, either, they either succeed together or they fall together. Here is their spokeswoman, Cindy Jacobs, to explain the word of the Lord. For 2023. Here we go. Body of Christ. And we heard this word about Goshen, establishing Goshen, multiple, multiple times. In fact, when I took a poll of the prophets, I said, how many of you have been speaking on the subject of Goshen in the Bible? Many hands went up. And of course, we know that Goshen was a place in Scripture that God gave the children of Israel during a time of famine. And uh, it was a part of Egypt, was a bountiful land, and the choice land. And what the Lord has been saying to us is there is turmoil ahead. However, for God's children, he has a bountiful place. So my question, did you find your Goshen in 2023? This is just complete nonsense. And that God, another word came uh, along this line is that God is going to give us directions to Goshen. In other words. Oh, wow. Wow. So in 2023, did God give you directions to your personal Goshen? Complete nonsense. Utter nonsense. How do we take care of our families? How do we secure safety? How do we secure blessing? And, you know, sometimes things can be greatly disruptive. We know, for instance, what's happening in Ukraine and Russia, horrible things. However, God will bring the believers there from that place of, of sorrow, uh, people that have lost family in that conflict on both sides. But, but God will bring us to a place of victory. And, you know, I can look back at my own life, times of great sorrow, of loss, but I can see on the other side that God took us, took us through. So, and the Lord said to us, this is very interesting. Uh, some will plant gardens, some will get... <laughs> I prophesy for the year 2023, some people, and you know who you are, you're going to plant a garden. <laughs> some of you will wash your car. <sighs> Whew. Yeah, this is a complete nothing burger. You win. The entire cream of the crop of the charismatic movement. The people who are, are that there are recognized prophets of God. Not a single one of them passes the biblical test at all. Let's do a little comparative work. We're going to compare them to an Old Testament prophet by the name of Ezekiel. Uh, we're going to throw some Bible in here. And let me give you a little bit of the context. So you remember Jeremiah 29? In Jeremiah 29, this is one of those passages that tells us about what's going on in Babylon. So you'll note 
that at the time of Jeremiah, Nebuchadnezzar attacked Jerusalem several times, at least three, okay? Two of them personally. And in the first raid against Jerusalem, there was a group of people who, according to the word of the Lord given to the prophet Jeremiah, submitted themselves to Nebuchadnezzar and they lived. They didn't die. They went off and they were trucked off to Babylon and there were some false prophets in the mix and the false prophets were saying, don't unpack your bags. We're not going to be here long. We're, in fact, God's going to send us suddenly and suddenly we will be returning to Jerusalem. So God had um, Jeremiah dictate a letter that uh, then was sent to the, uh, the exiles, okay? Here's what it says. Thus says the Lord of, of armies, Savah, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Build ye houses. Why am I in the King James? <laughs> Hang on a second. Build ye houses. Sorry about that. Build houses. Verse 5. Build houses. Live in them. Plant gardens. Eat their produce. Take wives. Have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there. Do not decrease. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile. Pray to Yahweh in its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets and your diviners who are among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams that they dream, for it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them. For thus says Yahweh, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, then I will visit you and will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. You are going to be there for 70 years. Now, Ezekiel went with the first group. He was there when the false prophets were prophesying the nonsense about where it's going to be a suddenly, they, they had set up their own YouTube channels in, uh, in Babylon and were telling everybody, the word of the Lord is we're heading home, folks. Don't unpack your bags. And so um, God, at, up to this point in, uh, in Ezekiel, has prophesied through Ezekiel that Jerusalem is going to be besieged again. And that there's going to be another group of uh, exiles brought from Jerusalem to Babylon. God's made this already clear. And so this next prophecy is an interesting one, Ezekiel chapter 12. So the word of Yahweh came to me, son of man, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house who have eyes to see, but do not see, who have ears to hear, but do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. As for you, son of man... Prepare for yourself an exile's baggage and go into exile by day in their sight. And you shall go like an exile from your place to another place in their sight. Perhaps they will understand, though they are a rebellious house. So God is basically going to have Ezekiel do an action prophecy. 
All right, Ezekiel, I want you to become an exile, and here's what you're going to do. You're going to go from one place to another, and there's baggage involved. He's going to have to dig through a wall and everything. So you shall bring out your baggage by day in their sight as baggage for exile, and you shall go out yourself at evening in their sight as those who must go into exile. Um, In their sight, dig through the wall, bring your baggage out through it. In their sight, you shall lift the baggage upon your shoulder and carry it out at dusk. You shall cover your face so that you may not see the land, for I have made you a sign for the house of Israel. Now, the false prophets among them probably would have seen the, these initial actions by Ezekiel as, well, it's about time that Ezekiel has finally got his act together and he's telling us it's time to head home. That's the reason why he's got the baggage on his shoulder. But that ain't the reason, okay? So, and I, and I did as I was commanded. So Ezekiel says, I did it, okay? I brought out my baggage by day as baggage for exile. And in the evening, I dug through the wall with my own hands. I brought out my baggage at dusk, carrying it on my shoulder in their sight. In the morning, the word of Yahweh came to me, son of man. Has not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, said to you, What are you doing? Say to them, Thus says the Lord Yahweh. This oracle concerns the prince in Jerusalem, who is Zedekiah, by the way. He's not the rightful king, but he's kind of a puppet king set up by Nebuchadnezzar, but he hasn't really been a very good puppet king. He's been a wee bit rebellious. And so the oracle concerns the prince in Jerusalem and all the house of Israel who are in it. Say... I am a sign for you. As I have done, so shall it be done to them. They shall go into exile, into captivity. And the prince who is among them shall lift his baggage upon his shoulder at dusk and shall go out. They shall dig through the wall to bring him out through it. He shall cover his face that he may not see the land with his eyes. And I will spread my net over him and he shall be taken in my snare. And I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans, yet he shall not see it and he shall die there. Now that is a very specific prophecy. And so you kind of think this through for a second, because on a, on a first hearing, you, so what you're saying is, is that the king in Jerusalem, he's going to escape through a wall, a breach in the wall of Jerusalem. He's going to be captured. He's going to be drugged to Babylon, but his eyes will never see Babylon, and yet he will die there? Uh-huh. That's exactly what God said through Ezekiel. And here's the thing. Note the specificity. Note the details. Note that if this didn't happen, that would have made Ezekiel a false prophet. So we'll have to read a little bit more about this. So let me read this again. I will spread my net over him. He shall be taken in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans, yet he shall not see it, and he shall die there. And I will scatter toward every wind all who are around him, his helpers and all of his troops, and I will unsheathe the sword after them, and they shall know that I am Yahweh when I disperse them among the nations and scatter them among the countries. So here's the thing. God's name is on the line. Then they will know I am Yahweh because when God speaks 
and says something's going to happen, it happens. That's how you know God is the one speaking. So God's name is on the line. So the question is, did this happen exactly as Ezekiel said? The answer is it better have, because if it didn't, then Ezekiel, like all the false prophets we just saw, has broken one of the Ten Commandments. Here again, what one of the Ten Commandments is, and it is this. It's found in Exodus chapter 20, and uh, let's see here, verse 7, you shall not take or carry the name of Yahweh your God in vain. And the word shah here can mean vanity, emptiness, false prophecy, okay, false words, okay? You shall not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And I would note, every one of the prophets in the video that we just watched from Charisma Magazine, as well as every one of the so-called prophets that's part of the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, every single one of them, they are guilty, flat out guilty of breaking this commandment. You cannot speak words for Yahweh if God hasn't given you those words, and you had better be able to pass the biblical tests if you are claiming that God has given you words, because if you can't, it is clear that you are guilty of breaking this commandment. Every false prophecy is a breaking of this commandment. There is no exception, period. So did Ezekiel give a true prophecy or a false prophecy? He prophesied that the king in in Jerusalem, that he would be taken to Babylon, yet he wouldn't see Babylon and that he would die in Babylon. Here's the fulfillment of it. The fulfillment of it is in 2 Kings 25. In the ninth year of his reign, in the 10th month, On the 10th day of the month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came with all of his army against Jerusalem and laid siege to it. And they built siege works all around it. So the city was besieged till the 11th year of King Zedekiah. On the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine was so severe in the city that there was no food for the people of the land. Then a breach was made in the city... And all the men of war fled by night by the way of the gate between the two walls by the king's garden. And the Chaldeans were around the city, and they went in the direction of the Arabah. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all of his army was scattered from him, just like God said. Then they captured the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon at Riblah, and they passed sentence on him. They slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, and then put out the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in chains and took him to Babylon. Now that's a real prophecy, because Ezekiel is a true prophet of God, and that shows the difference. If you're not able to give that level of detail that results in that level of truth, then we are not even going to consider you even close, even remotely close to being a true prophet of God. We will automatically put you into the false prophet category and do what God commands us to do and ignore you. That's what we're supposed to do. So, Interesting, right? Well, 
Ezekiel goes on. Ezekiel goes on a little bit more. And it's in chapter 13 that we should pay attention because God isn't done here. God has legitimately had it to hear with these false prophets. And see if these false prophets that God is condemning here sound like the ones that we just covered in, that vid, in those videos, right? The word of Yahweh came to me, son of man, you prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are prophesying and saying to those who prophesy from their own hearts. Since we have ruled out that every single one of the prophets in that Charisma News 2023 roundup of prophecies, that they weren't actually hearing from God, those were not words from God, well, there's there's only a couple other options. They were prophesying the gobbledygook of their own hearts, or worse, they were prophesying through demonic spirits. But the Holy Spirit is ruled out right? Who are prophesying and say to those who prophesy from their own hearts, hear the word of Yahweh. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. And I would note here, I would note that Chuck Pierce, he has seen and heard nothing from God. The same is true of Kurt Landry. The same is true of Alexander Pagani. The same is true of Mike Signorelli. The same is true of Greg Locke. The same is true of Mark Biltz. And the same is true, maybe, potentially true. Depends. You know, because, you know, Michael Brown being the apostle of obfuscation, you know, he, he always has a way of finding a way to, to not be guilty when you find him guilty. So he may or may not be guilty of this. But the point is, is that none of these folks, not a single one of them, have seen anything from God. God didn't give these words. They've all spoken presumptuously. So thus says the Lord Yahweh, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets have been like jackals among ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up into the breaches or built up a wall for the house of Israel that it might stand in the battle in the day of Yahweh. They have seen false visions and lying divinations. They say, declares Yahweh when Yahweh has not sent them. And yet they expect Yahweh to fulfill their words. Have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination? Whenever you have said, declares Yahweh, although I have not spoken. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, because you have uttered falsehood and seen lying visions, therefore, behold, I'm against you declares the Lord Yahweh, my hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor be enrolled in the register of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter the land of Israel. And you shall know that I, I am Yahweh, the Lord Yahweh, precisely because they have misled my people saying peace when there is no peace. And because when the people build a wall, these prophets smear it with whitewash. Say to those who smear it with whitewash that it shall fall. There will be a deluge of rain and you, O great hailstones, will fall and a stormy wind will break out. And when the wall falls, will it not be said to you, where is the coating 
with which you smeared it. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, I will make a stormy wind break out in my wrath, and there shall be a deluge of rain in my anger and great hailstones in wrath to make a full end. And I will break down the wall that you have smeared with whitewash and bring it down to the ground so this foundation will be laid bare. Yeah. So um, every single one of them from Cindy Jacobs, spokesperson for the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, to every single cream of the crop compilation of prophetic words that Charisma Magazine wanted us to hear at the beginning of 2023, they all failed to be actual words of God. Every single one of them, false. Every one of the people speaking these words, seeing lying divinations and false signs and wonders, false visions, this is not God's voice, and they are guilty of breaking the commandment that says, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Yeah, you you think that it's somehow a small thing to say, thus saith the Lord, when he hasn't said any of the nonsense that you're spewing from your face? Do you think that God will hold you guiltless? His word says that he won't. Sobering words, take them to heart. So if you found this helpful, all the information on how you can share the video is down below in the description. And a quick shout out for those of you who support us financially. I want to thank you for the support that you give us because without your help, we could not continue to bring Fighting for the Faith to you and to the world. And if you would like to join our crew, the information, there's a link down below that'll take you to our website and you can join our crew and continue to support us so that we can continue doing this important work. So until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ and his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. Mm-hmm.